This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. अंग्रेज अपना लगान और न्यूज लॉन्ड्री अपना हफ्ता कभी नहीं छोड़ते वेलकम टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ आवर वीकली पॉडकास्ट विथ मी ऑन द पैनल टुडे इन द ऑफिस आर महराज लोन हेलो रमन कृपाल हाय मनीषा पांडे हेलो एंड जॉइनिंग अस ऑन द फोन लाइन इज प्रज्ञा तिवारी मोस्ट ऑफ यू ऑलरेडी वुड नो हु प्रज्ञा इज बट दोस्ट ऑफ यू हु मे नॉट लेट मी इंट्रोड्यूस हर टू यू प्रज्ञा हैज बिन अ जर्नलिस्ट फॉर द लास्ट फिफ्टीन ईयर्स she's edited publications like the helka vice india the big picture she writes on politics and policy and she has written for the new york times al jazeera quint wire hindu telegraph mint launch dna times of india and first post she holds degrees in law and public administration she's worked as a public policy consultant and right now you are the regional director of flint asia and editor of the indian policy collective and indian history collective please tell us about these three organizations what are they Uh, so hello, that was my entire CV. Thank you, Abhinandan. <laughs> um, Indian uh, Flint uh, uh, Asia is a consultancy on arts and culture, and uh, that's uh, actually a paying job. An Indian policy collective, an Indian history collective, is just something that me and a couple of my friends have launched in order to make history and policy more accessible to young people and get them engaged in conversations that are happening on both fronts. It's fairly new projects and uh, what one may call fashion projects. I see. So, but you still will continue to write, even though now you're doing a public policy consultancy, right? You still yes. write. Yes. Yes. Very okay. much so. So, uh, before we get into discussing what made the news, what didn't, what should have, what shouldn't have, and what was exciting or unexciting, these are the headlines. Uh, the Prime Minister again gave a speech. Was it yesterday or day before? I've lost track of time. Tuesday. Day before. It was day before yesterday. Okay. Tuesday, eight o'clock. Tuesday. We had a recording on Thursday in the early afternoon. So that speech, I guess, we shall discuss because it is always fun. Then there has been a law amendment on labor laws, the spree across states. Uh, UP, MP, Gujarat have modified labor laws already. Although there is some inkling that some of this may not be altogether legal and will probably challenged in court, but we shall discuss that for a little bit. Then, of course, the Atmanirbhar Bharat Abhiyan. package 20 lakh crore how much of it is stimulus how much of it is juggling and how much of it is just payloading whatever i want to cause no one is going to check we shall do some of that then uh, finally the pm cares fund has decided to use some money 3100 crores on ventilators and vaccines for migrants so a statement came out uh, maybe manisha will tell us a little more about what this is about then nirmala sitaraman and her most able minister of state anurag thakur who <laughs> about a month and a half ago had said that covid will have no impact on the economy was sitting and announcing the package i was hoping some journalist asked him lekin sir aapne to bola tha economy ko impact nahi padega ye kyun aap stimulus package announce kar rahe hain then vande bharat mission 6000 indians stand abroad have been brought back and uh, flights are going and i would like to reiterate as the government has a you have to buy tickets on these flights so that entire thing that poor migrants are being asked to pay while rich people are being flown for free the government has become very sensitive to that criticism and in every tweet and every statement they keep saying they are paying they are paying so sab badhai ho then there were some horrible news as well there was 16 laborers who were crushed to death mm, on friday and uh, in fact this was the day after we recorded yeah. our podcast yeah. last week and after there have been a series of other not necessarily deaths but really heart wrenching images and videos mm. of people trudging along thousands of kilometers with their families and children and deaths also in accidents yes and and children. not just in accidents of starvation or yeah. fatigue or exhaustion or whatever it is ndtv had that report where the reporter met a tempo 
with 19 people in in the morning who died later and yeah. then he met you know in the evening on, on the same road he saw that the tempo had had an accident and the driver died and there's also this story about this pregnant people in one lady who just gave birth and then started walking all over yeah. yeah there was a seven month old lady then of course there's a case also of in up you yogi ji's police has arrested a pregnant woman who's miscarried and it took them 3 days yeah. to take her to hospital meanwhile we didn't discuss this last week maybe we should this week uh, because we got a lot of ma- emails saying that you guys didn't discuss it because we had focused around the labor and the migrant issue the boys locker room which at that time didn't seem such an important issue to us and i guess in a in the context of things it still is not but there was a death of a schoolboy who jumped off because of although he apparently wasn't a part of the boys locker mm. room but it was around the same time so one of his classmates um, you know accused him uh, of inappropriate behavior and he just jumped off the 11th floor of his building in gurgaon then more than 1000 maharashtra police personnel have tested positive for covid in fact every day we hear new cases of you know people in uniform testing positive then other than the aircrafts getting indians the shramik special trains are going to run at full capacity just like the aircrafts are Uh, now i don't know if that's a good thing or bad maybe the panel can weigh in on that but now migrants also being sent and now karnataka suddenly is the state which is showing the most large ask by we will not charge other states are charging we will send everyone back after all the cheerleaders on tv were advocating one week ago that no no keep them there so basically when these guys suddenly move 180 degrees what do people like padma joshi and all do who are advocating their earlier stand god knows then the national disaster management agency has issued guidelines on restarting industries post lockdown i guess this is going to be just sop which we need not discuss we will read that and those of you who want to start their offices will have to follow that then there was that video of the chinese and indian forces clashing at the border hmm. and china suddenly flexing its muscles not just here with taiwan also yahan wahan they say chalo sab confusion mein hum thoda that's their default mood kuch nepal ke sath bhi controversy hui thi na i think they... nepal had summoned indian envoy for some road yes yeah, yes yeah 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 then the delhi high court has granted an interim protection from arrest to the delhi minorities commission chairman zafarul islam khan for his social media posts he had just uh, in the backdrop in, of of the delhi riots in northeast delhi he had put up a post saying that i thank kuwait and their government mm. for backing us and also he apparently said something complimentary about zakir nayak and that yeah, i mean the, uh, but they slapped him with sedition he basically said that, that um, they should realize uh, you know what muslim nations can do i mean something to that effect that if indian muslims we haven't yet approached the arab nations but if we did they should know you know which yeah. is a bit silly it's no, a silly I mean, statement a but case like sedition is is too much you are you're of just course, killing yeah. the freedom of expression and meanwhile india unemployment rate is now at 23.97% according to the center for monitoring indian economy and uh, nomura says that india's gdp is to contract to 5.2% uh, i don't know how much that is because others are saying 0% some are saying negatives so these numbers now are just numbers <laughs> we'll see what happens yeah. another interesting story was the indian express story uh, which said that uh, the tablighi jamaat video that had been circulating on social media of him telling people to come despite covid was doctored and uh, the government obviously denied it but not the only police. did they deny it the mm. police then slapped a notice on them they've asked the reporter to come as witness in the case and if he does not comply they can uh, detain him 170 section 170 i think so which this, is this is indian express reporter yeah indian express reporter and editor's guilt today has yeah. issued a statement ah. so okay. that was i think one one of the few cases in india where a journalist is being asked to 
is expected to ask to give his sources i'm guessing that's what they want no but that happened no, in kashmir also yeah, in of course kashmir to hota raha no it has been no no yeah it has been asked i think in talka there was one uh, story that uh, khetan hmm. had done one uh, story this was section 164 statement of that uh, sadhu in sadhu case hmm. प्रशांत भूषण टोल्ड मी डेट नो वे If you give it in sealed cover within four hours, this will be out, and your source will get killed. That's <laughs> right. what Prashant Bhushan told me mm. at that time. He said, "No, we will not." But then uh, there was so much pressure. The Supreme Court backed out. They said, "Name will." So then we have precedents that source doesn't have to be revealed. Yes. Yeah. So and just to add to that, a lot of reporters, at least I, that I've spoken to outside of Delhi, have started telling us that. told me of instances where the police has started calling them to the station for questioning after a story mm. that's really scary mm. yeah that's happening they want to strike a we terror should, we should do a detail uh, piece on that of course but it happens in kashmir but uh, that's a conflict zone happening no, in happening guwahati in lucknow in delhi it's just chalo hum kashmir ko baki india ki tarah to nahi bana paaye lekin baki india ko kashmir ki tarah banane mein kamyab ho jayenge so uh, pragya now let me start with you we will get to the prime minister's address and stuff but last week we didn't discuss it but the boys locker room had dominated headlines and i have since read a few pieces on that so if you could just give a f- you know few minutes to that before we dissect the prime minister's speech and the stimulus the covid related disaster being managed by the prime minister and his stimulus what do you make of this uh, and just for context for our audience there was a bunch of school kids between the ages of i guess 15 and 17 who had this Instagram group where they would you know talk about women uh, in ways that are disrespectful and offensive and one of those people had also spoke you know spoken about raping a girl and it appears by the police that that apparently was done by a girl pretending to be a guy so now that entire boys locker room is not about rape now it's about just inappropriate behavior so yeah pragya what do you think of that case do you think it got more coverage than it needed in current circumstances or less you know i i mean it depends on which way you look at it it's uh, it uh, got more coverage if you consider the fact that these things abound on the internet uh, and it got less coverage if you consider the fact that we uh, i mean this is a sort of endemic crisis that we're not really talking about this is just a manifestation of how i mean we've been we've really failed to resolve as a as a society and as a polity how we want to bring boys up and in the age of sort of uh, you know where there's so many different outlets and so many different influences whatever issues there were festering within the society have just become you know just sort of manifold i mean is this is many more manifestations of it that's quite simply what it is so whether it's guys you know talking in inappropriately about women where they are doing it you know we and this is we've been hearing this in and become a bit of a joke that you know online classes zoom classes there are boys joining as savita bhabi or sunny leone and the female teachers are getting uncomfortable but this this is sort of i mean and of course there is a tendency we all have it as a society to laugh about it until it gets very serious 
until there's something a death happens or a rape happens or you know so it's it, it's just a, and it's the same with the boys locker room i mean if that rape threat wasn't there i doubt it would have got any attention but we keep forgetting how thin a line it is between inappropriate conversation and sort of uh, rape culture it's just um, it's it's on a spectrum and the same thing about the guy's death i think that's another thing that we don't really talk about as a society as families which is mental health so really this is just a manifestation of how the two conversations that we radically need to have in our schools in our colleges in our homes through counseling which is mental health and uh, addressing rape culture patriarchal attitudes uh, respect for women all of these things for the pmsp just concern yaar i don't know again atmanir bharta has become a tired cliche that uh, it is a jumla and we need to understand what it really means i mean i i have no idea frankly where whether what i'm wearing right now how much of it is uh, made in india and how much of it is not because it really involves understanding how complex global supply chains have become today yeah. i mean what is uh, yeah maybe the cotton was grown in texas but in flown india. to india and it was the yarn was spun here and the t-shirt was manufactured you don't know which t-shirt was no most idea, likely manufactured right? in like bangladesh what, i may have bought it in london but maybe it was made here in a sweatshop god knows right so i i don't even know what that phrase really means in terms of policy the only concrete step we've seen towards it is the uh, you know the under under 200 crore uh, foreign tender announcement that nirmala sitaraman made um it uh, should pass the wto test i don't think we'll have trouble with that um, probably an economist could weigh in on it but uh, i do think it's a step backward i mean the reason why this was allowed in the first place was so that we could have access to what the best in the world but if it is a short term measure and it needs to be done it needs to be done other than that all it really means is we need to boost our own economy and i mean that has been the mandate forever so i'm, I'm so not quite it's not sure. new but did did he you think address everything that the prime minister of a country what it's going through right now should have addressed raman so you can come in on that and then we'll move sorry i mean i just can i add sure, one sure. thing of sure. course there was there was i mean we all know this we've all made sort of jokes about it snide comments about it on social media there was so much fluff but uh, i think the most inappropriate thing he said in that speech was when he spoke about migrant laborers when he spoke about laborers workers of this country having done tapasya and given tyag for the sake of the country i mean that really infuriated mm. me it was just a sort of you know it it was a throwaway comment but just to imply because tyag and tapasya involve volition i mean just to imply yeah. that these people are going through these hardships willingly for the sake of this country and have not been just abandoned and let down and just sort of crushed by states and institutional and bad policy decisions is it was just extremely inappropriate हां जी सर डिड यू वॉच इट लाइव हां हां ऑफ कोर्स आत्मनिर्भर आत्मनिर्भर विस आई थिंक इज क्वाइट राइट व्हेन आई मीन आई थिंक इन दिस कोविड 2 मंथ्स वी हैव रियलाइज्ड दैट ईच वन ऑफ अस इज आत्मनिर्भर हैज टू बी सेल्फ रिलायंट अदरवाइज यू आर स्क्रूड सो हैविंग सेड दैट ही इज टॉकिंग ऑफ सेल्फ रिलायंस इन टर्म्स ऑफ से मैन्युफैक्चरिंग आई डोंट नो हाउ द इकोनॉमिस्ट लुक एट इट बट आई नो इट फॉर अ फैक्ट दैट इफ यू सी द manufacturing units all over the world i think we are not even contributing 1 to 2% hmm. of it overall manufacturing ha. world oh, sure so you are going to you have to achieve that 98% the kind of global economic 
uh, you know, scenario that we have, and we have signed those treaties, we need to ensure that the foreign goods, I mean, which come, we need to compete with them. Hmm. Okay. So now, now you can't suddenly learn protectionist. Uh, you, you can't uh, become protectionist. Hmm, you right. cannot become self-reliant by ensuring that Chinese goods will stop coming to us. Hmm. Now, similarly, the U.S. goods will. Hmm. Those cars are going to come. Hmm. Okay, so uh, so the German cars are going to come. So you need to compete. I'm I'm, I'm sure. talking of cars, but, but uh, even the small things also. So so I don't know how you're going to. I think I had spoken to some economist, you know, about two years ago that we have lost that battle when it comes to manufacturing. Hmm. Because if you see over a period of time, ninety percent of our manufacturing in the past ten years of fifteen years. They have closed there. They have shut their shops. I had go, uh, I got a micro story done in Noida, hmm. where we had these electrical, uh, you know, uh, factories. Now those factories have become go down, go, uh, go down, go for uh, Chinese products. Right. They have stopped manufacturing. Ninety percent. I mean, of at it. a level when even your Diwali huh. thing and your manja, which you flew kites with. So I just even wonder. Even that was coming from huh, China. Then the, what? No. I think these are just the words. What is your Roadmap to become self-making. Right. I mean, that you need to spell out. It was quite amusing to say to see everyone misreport his speech, which is, I guess, it's obvious. So everyone went with that, you know, headline that twenty lakh crore announced as a package. Mm-hmm. And Modi actually very cleverly said कि अगर हम RBI को भी देख लें और अगर हम पुराने जितने भी हमने संकल्प लिए देख लें और आज का अनाउंसमेंट जोड़ लें तो करीब करीब 20 लाख करोड़ so it's very clear and RBI apparently has already injected 10 lakh crore worth of stimuli so I mean yeah injected in various ways it is so notionally, notionally notionally injected it has not found its way into either manufacturing or the pockets it is earmarked it is a, I mean it could be a bit like yeah. Gujarat Mahotsav that I promise I will put up a factory worth 100 billion in next year whether no, it was put up or not the is- liquidity uh, they gave the banks mm-hmm. uh, 5 to 6 crore so they gave it to the banks but because banks have nowhere to lend to lend, exactly, so they the have question. parked back 8.5 crore with the lakh crore yeah, with, the with the RBI, RBI yeah. so they basically have made a so that's so a profit the of over is I think around the lowering of the reverse report right. yeah. the actual cash flow is pegged around somewhere 4 lakh crore and even when you look at the microfinance the you know credit lending and all that they're doing with MSMEs they've basically said that you can take loans it's still a loan you know it's not really a package hmm. and uh, or uh, some uh, they've also announced that we'll give back you know every money owed back to corporations and NGOs will be given back that's returning money hmm. you can't add that to it's in not fact, a package in fact they Stimulus, announced that yeah. we will put the tax refunds Dude, that you bloody should do tax refunds. Yeah, you exactly. haven't been doing it for the longest time without. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> and uh, also the credit line extending 100% guarantee, credit guarantee is fine, but then it depends on how many people default on that loan. Okay, right. So, you know, even reduction. So, of- I think calling Bef- before uh, I'll just button. So, despite all the promises by local and everything, I think it's just a jumla. There's a small story in the inside page of a Express has reported Shamla Liyadu, brilliant reporter. It's they have Shamla uh, used to do a lot of RTA related stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know why they have put this in an inside page so the story is about they have set up a group of ministers and a group of ministers has recommended corporatization of agriculture in India hmm. couple of things about his speech A it wasn't live just like his demonetization because there's a dissolve in the middle I always look for dissolves in the middle of his speech that, that means he can't even pull this off live Secondly, I don't know why he had to give such a long speech, half an hour. I mean, he came minutes. to the point like in the 18th or 19th minute. But Y2K. Y2K. <laughs> that that Y2K, I've tweeted that, that 
India saved the world during the Y2K disaster. What Y2K disaster is the biggest joke? Yeah. In 2000, when the millennium trans, जो भी कोता है, the new millennium hit. I mean, like Y2K was the biggest non-event, and we saved the world from that non-event. I mean, like, <laughs> you know, I I really want to, I, you know, it would be disrespectful for an Indian to ask because you're running on your own prime minister. I want someone to ask Trump in the next press conference. What do you think of India having saved us during the Y2K <laughs> crisis? I want to what will he say? Because even Trump would have more brains than that. Like. Make a claim. Don't make such a stupid claim. But on the, you know, Balki Khal Nikal on the stimulus. Just to give you an idea, the stimulus that you know Obama gave post Lehman was much of it was in the form of loans. This time, of course, there is I think twelve hundred dollars or sixteen hundred dollars for three months. No, no. Abhi jo gaya na Trump the first trillion dollar they announced was direct. I think gave checks to people. Sixteen hundred dollars directly to everyone. Twelve hundred dollars into my uh, even uh, my son has got. That. Your son has also got it. So everybody got. Irrespective, okay. Now that is directly; it's not guaranteed. But much of the stimulus, even now, whether it's the payment protection program, are loans. Now they will understand some of these will be written off because the government is backing them. Because if it is failed, we'll pay for it. So then the government, at that stage, it becomes whether you do it by printing money, whether you do it by pledging, you know, your public sector unit shares or public sector unit land or whatever you do. At that time, you will be doing some direct outflow. But until then, in most parts of the country of the world. A large chunk of the stimulus is in the form of credit extensions or loans. It is not all in the form of direct cash direct transfers. Cash. Although UK, I think a really large amount is direct cash transfers, whether it is salaries being paid directly. Like UK, if we were in the UK, the UK government would say, "We'll pay all your employees. You don't have to." This email is from Dhruv. Hi, Hafta team. I'm a subscriber. My name is Dhruv. My question is on the recently UP government launched Ayush Kavach COVID app. UP government has launched Ayush Kavach COVID app. They made it mandatory. Ah, so they made it. Ma- okay, right. You can't uh, board a train now. Yeah, the basic thing that app does is it helps people to get help. So you want to say something? No. Uh, even uh, I think uh, there is a news mm. that they are going to open metro. So if you want to board a metro, you have to have Ayush. Okay. So Dhruv asks that it helps people get health remedies, which can be useful to fight against COVID-19. And the app is being developed by the Ayush Ministry. I just can't understand one thing: why the state and the centre. Or on Arogya Setu and Ayush Kavach, why are they giving names by digging up so much into Hindu mythology? <laughs> Dhruv, that's your biggest problem with this. This problem, <laughs> but that's okay. I joined the subscribers group on WhatsApp and I found your number there. Can I ask you questions there? Well, you can't ask questions there, Dhruv, because there's so many. I'm on every group, and they're like groups for the US. There's the subscriber group for Canada, for Europe, for Delhi. So if everybody starts asking me questions there, then you know I'm done. So we have started this Zoom call feature, which we're going to do twice a month. We did one earlier, and it'll be uploaded soon. Where for about an hour, hour and a half, the team is available, and we like take scores of questions in that hour, hour and a half. So you can come on that, and that is for subscribers only. Next one is on thirtieth of this month. Oh, next one is on thirtieth of May. So do join in on that, and you can ask us questions there. Uh, then Sandeep says, "I have been a New Zealand subscriber for a while. Hafta's podcast I have been hooked on for the longest." It's been seven years, and news laundry feels so personal. It's not just a subscription anymore. Great to see the NL enterprise grow and flourish the way it is. Thanks, Sandeep. It's because of people like you and Drov and others, and not for people who are listening to this for free and saying, "Oh, may I keep paying you?" This email is in reference to the Indian journalistic community's response to the Pulitzer Prize being awarded to the Kashmiri photojournalists. I think a fair number of Indian journalists, apart from being biased, are also outright dim and incompetent, holding narrow <laughs> worldviews. Okay, Sandeep, you really Thanks. don't you don't pull your punches, okay? <laughs> 
this you'll get along well I'll for somebody well. who is a head of a uh, media company who have a lot of disdain for journalists i think you'll agree with him i don't have disdain for journalists <laughs> i have a disdain for their business understanding twice a day you say at least ki journalists are so dumb no no it's like dumb i always say business really i don't dumb, say they know nothing i say they will be amazing on this and they'll have to spend 30 but you ask them ye balance sheet padh ke batao वो नहीं पढ़ेंगे लेकिन मोर्चे ज्वाइन कर देंगे ये मत करो वो मत करो सी अगेन यू जस्ट नीड सो बाय द वे वी हैव टू टू ईमेल्स दिस आई वोंट रीड बिकॉज वन ऑफ देम इज 1521 वर्ड्स लॉन्ग इज राहुल रमन राहुल इज रिटन अबाउट द वाइजैक गैस लीक एक्सप्लेनेशन एंड इट इज राहुल एक्चुअली रमन आई सॉ इट इट इज सो टेक्निकल द ओनली रीजन वी डेंट कैरी इट इज इट्स आई थिंक इट कैन ओनली बी अंडरस्टेड आई द बाय साइंटिस्ट्स और इंजीनियर्स सो थैंक यू सो मच फॉर सेंडिंग इट टू अस वी ऑल सॉ इट ऑल द एडिटर्स but we just can't carry it it is way too technical for us to kind of understand or even figure out what is the fact check because rahul i'm sure you're very competent and you know your stuff but editorial filters require us to go through a process to make sure there's some fact checking but what you've sent to us is <laughs> way beyond our pay grade we can't understand those <laughs> those things ties back to the we can't even check those facts so that is why it wasn't published but thank you for sending it and m has sent a rebuttal to n's letter last week m will actually might publish a part of your letter it's very articulated very well who's on, n n had written n a, had a, written a, letter, had a written letter, letter last time and and basically n had said that call them she, for nl hafta nl versus no, nl she had said that it's very difficult to deal with my mother who's a bhakt and while it's easy for abhinandan to say i had pragya just for context i had prescribed on the podcast that if someone can't even stand up for basic human values you shouldn't care whether they are your relatives or chacha taya mamma papa so n had as usual put me in my place by saying that is not a sensible thing to do it doesn't solve the problem doesn't make them see reason and you can't live your life like that so these are the reasons people are like that and m has come up with another critique although m agrees to large extent M has tried to kind of deconstruct why do people think like that not because they are bad or evil but it's a colonial mentality which has led to a you know underconfidence and a complex of being inferior because you were taken over by another power and you compensate for that feeling of inadequacy so it's quite a long and interesting piece so M we, I can't read 2000 words here but we might publish it I will let Raman sir decide that Okay, no, I mean, very, very simply, uh, I'm at the risk of sounding patronizing. For those of you who don't know what we speak of when we speak of labor laws, it's a, it, it isn't really codified. It's a, it's quite a gigantic mess. There are close to 40 state labor laws. It's concurrent subject, which means states and the center can make laws regarding labor issues. So we've got about 40 labor laws in states and we have, uh, oh, no, no, sorry. Uh, what am I saying? Hundreds of labor laws in states and 40 from the center. so that's what we talk about when we talk about labor laws but um, you know the the way in which these labor law, i won't even call them reform because that's really dignifying what is being done it's abject deregulation and the reason why it's really problematic is not because we don't have a good case to make for reforms reforms are long overdue they are needed badly badly needed but this is not how you do reform you do reform by a considering evidence talking to experts taking stakeholders on board making sure that there is some level of consensus somewhere here you have bms which is such a massive part of the rss opposing the labor law reform so you can imagine how little they've done for consensus building and forget about everything else i mean the bare minimum that is legislative process even that has been bypassed it's been done through ordinances in most of these states so, so this uh, is if you could just pragya tell our uh, i mean i know you can't go through all three states and as you said it's a state subject 
but mota yeah. mota if you could just put four five bullet points of the the implications of this uh, before you go on to critique the rest okay so essentially the uh, up is the most extreme example of what has happened they've essentially deregulated entirely which means only three very very basic labor laws are still going to be applicable and the rest of them are all out of the window roughly these uh, labor laws consist you know they, they basically regulate wages they regulate the health and safety conditions they regulate regulate social security and welfare and they regulate industrial relations these are the four broad heads under which all all of these labor laws are being or have been made so up has thrown all of it out mp himachal a lot of these have kind of taken out some of them kept some of them etc but suffice to say it's going to take very long to go individually through all the like i said the hundreds of them but suffice to say that the protections offered under these four broad heads have been massively diluted massively massively diluted and this is problematic because in any case enforcing these uh, sort of protections was always it, it didn't really i mean they didn't they were laws on paper but they were not really always implemented they were not really always enforced and we also have to remember when we frame the debate as capital versus labor it's problematic because labor has very it doesn't have equal bargaining power workers just don't have equal bargaining power they don't have access to justice are we've talked about rule of law before our criminal justice system is terribly terribly broken i mean the just the thought that a laborer or a worker could you know go file an fir file a complaint take a case to court and win it be able to afford lawyers is preposterous even if they had bargaining power so you know that is the reason why we had a lot of these laws in place the other issue of course is that you know people are going on defend the people who are defending these sort of what they call reforms are they going on saying that the reason why we have such a large informal economy is because businesses were just fed up of these regulations and did not want to comply because the you know there was rent seeking by inspectors there was corruption etc and therefore they just failed to register workers and this logic basically if you you know come down to it could be extended to saying we should have no criminal laws because criminal laws at first pass are enforced by the cops and the cops we all know are political creatures they mm. have biases and they are by and large corrupt so we should just do away with all criminal laws i mean instead mm. of reforming compliance and instead of rationalizing laws instead of reforming enforcement you basically thrown the baby with the bath water and as far as evidence on informalization is concerned there's absolutely no evidence in fact ilo says that it is one of the many 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 determinants of informalization across the world and undp also has very strong evidence to support this now people have laid off fired forget laid off and fired you don't even bloody pay people and they'll still work for you yeah every by the way if you live in a south delhi society this is before news run it came about and i realized much later that the guy who was the contractor in one of the societies uh, here in south delhi was doing it because one of those people i met what they do is they get these i mean if you've seen the guards they are just guys men in uniform like if one of them can probably be beaten up by an undernourished child they're just standing there in a the uniform so they'd get these guys from the village they say ha agle mahine de rahe de rahe de rahe de rahe nahi de rahe wapas jao new bandas would come so he actually could run an operation of supplying 100 guards to housing society by not paying 50 of them and getting the full <sighs> so you're living in a society where in any case the little guy has no 
safety net not just officially through social security he has nowhere to go they are the most vulnerable people most vulnerable class and laws were made especially right now sorry to cut you but what awful timing i mean this yeah. is the this is when in any case they don't have anything what been so badly off ha mm. uh, even i mean i have the same problem you can't codify human behavior mm. you come up with laws or you 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 remove certain laws like factory laws and all even then these uh, people will come up with ideas to circumvent it mm. i'll give you one example of uh, dna dna was i mean shut the newspaper was shut so the union is fighting against that ki they have shut the organization of the just to prove that the dna is not shut they have kept one accountant and <laughs> one clerk <laughs> and and they have kept two persons on the website right okay so so how they are trying to mm. prove in a court of law that we are not shut huh, but we had certain these problems so we had to mm. do away with this you know the production and all I think like listening to all of you the it's very crazy that people are actually calling this labor reforms because reforms by their definition should be helping the word that's precedes reform like agricultural reform whatever how is the labor being helped here like how is it a labor reform how is the labor force benefiting from this i think the easiest yeah. way to figure out if they really mean it is just start with themselves like people who are saying all these protections are not needed in their own offices in their own workplaces start this work also, 18 like, hours a day 12 hour working day without salaries and then extra, we'll see it's just crazy no, yeah? I, I 12 hours in a sh- on a shop floor without even extra there are hundreds of studies which say like if you work 8 hour it didn't just come out of nowhere the idea sure. is and that there is sense to it if you are no, exhausted but, you just can't work but i think what i've um, my brilliance with forgetting names continues but two weeks ago there was this conservative columnist from the new york times on bill mars show and he actually said that you know the great depression gave us the likes of hitler there was a tendency of saying this guy will solve my problems because everyone had such there was no other way to do it right there was no there was no hope so someone gave them a pipe dream and said okay i'm strong man i can do it he said we have yet to see in an age that is already consumed by populist autocrats all over the world whether it's south america north america asia the covid crisis is that on drugs because it is you know all that and it also inhibits us in lots of other ways and i think a classic example of this is something like this a law like this in ordinary times even if it's motivated trade unions 10000 log to gather ho jate bheem aapne mark kar leta yaar if nothing else chandrashekar would have said chalo behan ji kuch she would have made some noise and but now because of covid you can't even do that because then they will come after you not because they'll say no we are not doing it because you're opposing this we're doing it because you're breaking social bloody distancing. social distancing so this is the time they can get away with shit that in ordinary times they could not have you mentioned hitler one of the first things he did after taking power is he just demolished labor laws labor protections mm. labor unions that was one of the first things he did but i just on the last thing pragya i'm curious to know uh, the rss's response to this their labor wing because it is the biggest right the mazdoor we are doing a bharatiya mazdoor yeah, they are they... very strongly against it very very strongly so that against should put some pressure on these on the state government yeah, bjp government you know i mean the bms is frankly been on a i've been sort of tracking this since modi came to power from 2015 they uh, they because you know this labor law whatever changes or deregulation has been on their agenda from the word go and they've been trying to dilute it little by little by little and they've just kind of taken the hammer to it finally taking advantage and like exactly like abhinandan said of this lockdown the bms is like that that frog you know which is put into water and then the water slowly simmered to a boil right mm. 
2015, the BMS was up in arms against the very thought of it, and they were really bargaining with the government. Jaitley Ji was alive then, and I would be sitting in their office, and calls would be coming, etc., etc. And they were really putting pressure. But they have kind of been manipulated by the government, or I don't want to say manipulated; they've succumbed, whatever you want to say, by the combination of the government and the RSS sort of leadership to a very weak position. So I'm kind of interested, and and frankly, this is this is not surprising because trade unions, like someone was saying earlier, post the maybe you know the Reliance and the Bombay tra- uh, you know uh, mill crisis, etc. Trade unions have really lost their teeth, and a large part of it has to do with sort of polit- politicization and political control of trade unions. They they are really not fair and able representatives of labor. So BMS was going that way, but it's interesting that it suddenly sort of had this resurrection where it's uh, making these kinds of noises all over again. Let us say goodbye and thank you to our listeners and uh, also our panelists. We would want your recommendations, but before you give your recommendations, I would like to thank all the subscribers who actually pay to keep news free. And we are seeing the value and importance of that now as advertising is drying up. So our subscribers, you guys rock. You guys have changed the news model. And after eight years of persevering, Lots of news organizations are doing that. And like you had said, and we had said, this is going to be the news model. All those VCs I pitched to who told me news will always be on the back of advertising. Yo, guys, what's up? And uh, so you guys, thank you so much for subscribing. Many of you have actually sent screenshots where you are actually telling people in your WhatsApp groups to subscribe. Thank you. You guys are amazing. We are so glad we have an amazing set of supporters like our subscribers. So thank you. Go to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free in the above right-hand corner. And you can contribute by being subscribers and a member, member of the community that keeps news independent and alive. Write in with your comments, critiques, and ideas to contact at newslaundry.com. I repeat, contact at newslaundry.com. In the subject line, in the subject line please write Hafta. Until next time, thank you panel, thank you listeners. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All of you listening in, the Chota Hafta, do subscribe so you can listen to the entire Hafta. We will see you again next week with the Hafta. Till then, subscribe, pay to keep news free because when the public pays, the public is served and advertisers pay. Advertisers are served. Thank you. Goodbye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. Catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.